Today on the Weekend Bible, Jesus sends out his 12 disciples to minister for the first time, to preach the gospel of the kingdom, and teaches us both the price and the reward of serving him. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Weekend Bible. My name is Daniel King. I just want to quickly apologize that the Sunday episodes are not getting out as fast. Normally, I like to get these things published and out well before they're due. However, recent scheduling has caused me to tighten things up a little bit. Regardless, I hope you enjoy them anyway. So last week, we covered chapter 9, which had accounts of the many signs and wonders that Jesus did among the people. Today, we are covering chapter 10. Here we are actually introduced to the apostles by name for the first time. And also, Jesus sends them out for the first time to preach the gospel, giving them unique instructions on how to deal with the cities that they encounter, as well as the price and the rewards of serving him. So without further ado, let's begin. And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother. James, the son of Zebedee, and John his brother. Philip and Bartholomew. Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector. James, the son of Alphaeus, and Labias, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopards, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver, nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. Now whatever city or town you enter, Inquire who in it is worthy, and stay there till you go. And when you go into a household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come to it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whoever will not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of the wolves. Therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you will speak, 
for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Now brother will deliver up brother to death, and father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another. For surely I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple to be like his teacher, and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Belizebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and whatever you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, assuredly I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. And that will conclude today's reading. Now I feel that we really, really do have to talk about this chapter a little bit. In fact, I'm going to back up to chapter 9 really quick and read the last three verses that are there. Because I honestly feel that this should have been in the next chapter. Because as far as I'm concerned, it sets up chapter 10. Verses 36 to 38 says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, 
because they were weary and scattered, like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, Their harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And I consider this important because it totally sets up chapter 10. As Jesus sent his disciples to go to preach to Israel, to preach to his chosen people, to perform signs and wonders, and to go in true faith, preaching the gospel, but also warning them of the price that would be paid to do so, the division that it would cause, the hatred they would receive. But he didn't just send them out there to get trampled on. He gave them good wisdom, good instruction, and there's great promise and great reward in serving Jesus Christ. And I feel this is something that the church today really, really needs to consider. Especially in our Western cultures, the United States, Europe, Australia, places like that. Of course, there are unreached tribes all over the world that the Lord wants us to reach. But yet here on our own home front, in our own Israel, there's still so much to be done. Let me put it to you this way. We live in cultures where there are literally churches on almost every city. In almost every Western country, there are churches, from big, massive cathedrals to small group gatherings of 30 or less. And yet, and yet Jesus is missing from the hearts of so many people in this country. As he said in chapter 9, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And Jesus said that we are to go out and preach the gospel to this fallen and lost and worried world. And it is easier said than done, to be honest. But the way I see it, Jesus has given me eternal life. He has forgiven my sins. He has given me a life worth living in the midst of chaos. In the midst of a million voices, he's given me a clear one. As far as I'm concerned, because of what Jesus did for me, I am ready and willing to put everything on the line. I feel that it is time now, more than ever before, for us, the body of Christ, to begin walking and moving among the people. That the message of salvation be preached to all kingdoms, starting here, in our Jerusalems, here in the United States, or for those of you overseas who are listening to this podcast, in your home in Australia, in your homes in the UK, it's time to start preaching the gospel where we're planted. And it is hard. It is difficult. People will hate us for it. They will persecute us for it. But in the end, the reward of seeing others come to Christ and the gift of eternal life that we have been promised far outweighs anything that the world can and will throw at us. And that will conclude today's episode. And as always, I want to thank you all so much for listening, for spending some time with us today. And if you want to hear more, please be sure to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on Stitcher Radio. Thank you all so much, and may God bless you.